This is the Worth Recovery Podcast, featuring women in addiction. Welcome back to Worth Recovery, a podcast featuring women and sex addiction. I'm Amy. I'm your host. I'm a recovering sex addict, and I've been sober since December 2nd of 2012. I'm excited to be with you today. I know I say that every episode, but I really am. I love to think about you listening to this episode and connecting with it. I love to think that somewhere you and me are having a good time. I hope that you laugh along with me and maybe even get emotional with me as well, when or if the occasion calls for it. You and me. That's good. I'm glad that I can help and make a positive contribution to your recovery. But I do hope that you also know and recognize that you and me is not enough. My first six months in recovery, I felt that way about my therapist. It was him and me. I didn't talk to anyone else about anything. I journaled, I read books, I prayed, I went to meetings, and I went to therapy. In one hour a week, I tried to process what I was reading, what I was feeling, different events in my life, situations I didn't know how to handle, my recent relapse, if that was applicable, my family drama, and of course, then try to look at all the underlying reasons I had an addiction in the first place. All the childhood trauma, the repressed feelings, the anger, and the pain of my past. One hour a week. And that that wasn't enough. For a while, I was scheduling two hours a week, but that was expensive and way more than I could afford. And even that still didn't seem like enough time for me. At least it didn't feel like enough time, and I felt like I was drowning in all of this new information, trying to cope with life on life's terms without acting out and trying to get to the root of all my problems all at the same time. And I just couldn't do it. At six months into recovery, I was going to one 12-step meeting a week and had read multiple recovery books in multiple programs. I'm an educator by trade, I think you know that, and I really believe in the power of knowledge. I had read all about sponsorship and all about what people had to say about sponsors. I read all the lines about my sponsor told me to blah, 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 or don't do this without consulting with your sponsor, or I didn't believe my sponsor when she said, yes, I knew that sponsorship was a big part of recovery according to the literature. My therapist was encouraging me to get one. He asked me nearly every week about it. And everything I was reading was telling me I needed a sponsor. But I don't know that I really believed that, and I was dragging my feet about it for sure. I didn't want one. I wanted to handle this on my own, me, my books, and my therapist. I'm sure there were a lot of reasons for that, but fear stands out to me the most. Fear of asking for help, fear of doing things I didn't want to do, fear of disappointing someone, fear of failing, Fear of opening up to someone, fear of abandonment, a lot of fear. My life had been driven by fear in so many ways. I wasn't sure I could handle that in recovery. But also, at six months in, I wasn't staying sober. I was a chronic relapser and couldn't seem to make it past the 30-day mark, ever. I couldn't really even make it past the 20-day mark, if I'm, if I'm honest. 
Then one night I was reading the big book of AA again, trying to distract myself from my lust and my desires to act out. And I read this story on page 39, but this particular quote, but the actual or potential alcoholic with hardly any exception will be absolutely unable to stop drinking on the basis of self-knowledge. The book goes on to share an example of a specific man, Fred is his name, who tried to do everything on his own, who had done a lot of work to gain knowledge, learn about his life, be present, understand things, all those great things that we learn about in recovery. It says, quote, he was positive that this knowledge that he had acquired would keep him sober the rest of his life. Self-knowledge would fix it, close quote. The story goes on. Fred wasn't seen for a while. While traveling on business, he went on a total relapse and ended up in the hospital. At this point, he says, I saw that willpower and self-knowledge would not help. Well, that was kind of a blow for me because self-knowledge was the path that I wanted. I wanted to just read my books, see my therapist, understand myself, and change the world. I didn't want to find someone to share my recovery with. I didn't want to sponsor. I didn't want to admit that I couldn't do this on my own, but it was painstakingly obvious that I couldn't. At least it was obvious to everyone around me. I needed more help. I needed a sponsor. That is what I want to talk about today. The reasons I needed a sponsor and the reasons you need a sponsor as well. But before we jump in, I want to remind you of a few things we have going on with Worth Recovery. First, our first Worth Recovery event, Engaged in the Struggle, is scheduled for Saturday, July 16th in Seattle, Washington. I hope you're going to join us and be there. I spent time last week reaching out to all of the therapists and recovery communities I know in that area. The response was amazing. So many great people and so many great women who are going to come and be there. I've talked a lot about staying engaged in the struggle. I was just speaking actually with a friend of mine in recovery last night who was telling me about her new adventures in dating in recovery. Wow, that is hard. But she was working to stay engaged in the struggle. It's not the easy option. It takes commitment and courage and dedication. So many of you ask me questions about how we stay engaged, how we work through trauma, how we have better relationships, how we start dating in recovery, and how we have boundaries. Well, I've told you before, I don't know all the answers to all those questions, but I do know people who do know the answers. And at this full day workshop, we're going to have three CSAT therapists, that is certified sex addiction therapists, come and present on the topics that you ask me about the most. So I've told you about Dr. Aaron Glade. He was my first therapist in recovery. He'll be presenting on trauma and the role it has in addiction. Our second presenter will be Patricia Lyon. She's a licensed mental health counselor and a CSAT candidate. Patricia will be presenting about boundaries, a topic you know I totally love and adore. And in our last episode, I told you about Sue Newfield Ellis. She's kind of a rock star in the CSAT community who will be presenting about mindfulness and how mindfulness helps us stay engaged in the struggle. I am amazed at the awesome lineup and know that this is going to totally propel my own recovery forward, and I know it will for you too. I'm also super excited to announce today that we will also have an appearance by Stacy Sprocket. Stacy is a recovering sex addict, a CSAT therapist, and the author of Naked in Public, her memoir of her own sex addiction and recovery journey. 
She will be joining us for that day, and she'll also be doing a podcast episode with me. I couldn't be more thrilled. I'm super excited about all of the amazing people that are going to be there. I hope you're going to join us. This is all about you. This is for you. We're expecting about 50 women to be there. Again, it's Saturday, July 16th in the Renton, Washington area. Get online, www.worthrecovery.com, spelled W-O-R-T-H-R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y.com, and learn more about the schedule and get registered. This is going to be an amazing event. In addition to learning from these great therapists, you'll get a chance to really learn from and network with other women in recovery. To me, that is the best part. The whole goal of Worth Recovery is to connect women in recovery. It is essential that we come out of isolation and connect with other women in our struggle. So join us. I'm super excited. I'm excited to be back in Seattle for the week as well and to reconnect with friends and family. All the details are on the website, worthrecovery.com. And if you don't live in Seattle or you are listening to this after the event on July 16th, don't worry. There are more events in the works. We have a tentative date in Salt Lake City. I'm not quite ready to announce that yet. And we're working on events in California and Florida. We have a big following in Florida. Get on the website, worthrecovery.com, and look for the events area. I hope to meet you and connect with you at one of these upcoming events because that is the goal of Worth Recovery to connect us all together. Next, I just want to give a big shout out to all of our Worth Warriors. Thank you so much for your support. It's because of the Worth Warriors that we can keep this podcast free for all of you listening. Do you want to be a part of supporting Worth Recovery and helping women around the world have the voice of another woman to connect with? You can do that by becoming a Worth Warrior. For as little as $4 a month, that's less than 50 cents an episode, you can support other women in recovery. The other thing you can do is to share this podcast. Do you have someone you think might benefit? Another woman in recovery? Share this podcast. Share your favorite episode. Do it today. Don't wait. Share with them what this has meant to you. All of this information for both our upcoming events as well as the Worth Warriors can be found on the website worthrecovery.com. Okay, let's jump back into our topic today, right? Today is episode 38, and I want to talk to you about the reasons you need a sponsor. So I kind of left you in the middle where I came to the stark conclusion that night reading that book that me, my books, and my therapists were not enough. If I was going to be serious about recovery and learn to stay sober, if I was going to work the steps and change my life, I needed more help. I needed a sponsor. And so I went out and found one. Now, it wasn't an easy process. It wasn't just like the one sentence that I made it sound so easy. No local women in my area were sponsoring at that time, and so I had to look nationally. I had to call people I didn't know, talk to them, and ask them to be my sponsor. It wasn't easy at all, at all. And I went through multiple phone calls over multiple weeks before I found someone who was even willing to be my sponsor at first. But in the end, it was worth it. Now, my first sponsor hasn't been my only sponsor. As my recovery grows, things change and I need different things from a sponsor. But no matter where I am at, at the beginning, a year or two or three in, a sponsor is necessary for me to stay in recovery and especially to keep moving forward. That is the essential part, moving forward. I don't want to stall out. 
I don't want to get halfway and not finish my recovery efforts. My sponsor helps me do that. She helps me to move forward. So today, I've put together a list of five reasons you need a sponsor. Now, this isn't an exhaustive list by any means. There are a lot more reasons than these five, but these are the five that have helped me the most. These are the five that have had the most influence on me and my recovery. If you don't have a sponsor yet, hopefully today you'll get some insights into why you need a sponsor. If you already have a sponsor, use this list to evaluate if that relationship is helping you to move forward in recovery. Because again, that's our goal, move forward in recovery. Okay, you ready? Let's get started. Reason number one, you need a sponsor. You need a model of recovery. When I entered recovery, I had lived decades of my life in addiction, and I wasn't living my life well or the way I wanted to. When I started attending meetings and therapy and trying to get out of my addiction, I had no idea what life without addiction could look like. I had no idea what living in recovery meant. What did you do on the weekends? How did you cope with nasty family situations? How did you deal with rejection? What did it look like to work through a trigger? What did it look like to grieve? I had no idea what any of these things looked like in practice. Sure, I talked through the theory with my therapist. I knew what he thought. I knew what the book said for sure. But what did it actually look like on a daily basis? I had no idea. I needed a model of a life that was making it. I needed to see how someone lived in recovery. I needed an example of what recovery looked like in practice. This is one of the main reasons we attend 12-step meetings, but also a bigger reason of why we get a sponsor. You need a sponsor with the recovery that you admire. You look for a sponsor with the life that you want to emulate. You need this model of recovery in your life. You need recovery that you can actually see and experience. If this is something you don't have yet, if you look around your circle and say, nope, I don't see anything I want to model my recovery after, Then you make it a matter of serious prayer. First, I would encourage you not to judge too quickly. Everyone in recovery has something to offer. And nine times out of ten, having a sponsor is better than not having a sponsor. Don't expect them to be perfect. We're all addicts in recovery. We are all learning and growing and struggle from time to time with things. Maybe we even struggle a lot. It's okay. But don't judge too quickly. Everyone has something that they can offer you, even if it's a short-term basis. And second, I would encourage you to cast a wider net. Be willing to look at some other S-fellowships than even just your home group. Get on some mailing lists. Look within your state or even nationally. Pray about it. Pray that the right person will come along to sponsor you. And keep looking. Whatever you do, keep looking. You need a model of recovery in your life. Reason number two, you need a sponsor. You need external accountability. That word accountability gets thrown around a lot in recovery. You need accountability, someone to be accountable to. What exactly does that mean and what exactly does that look like? Well, when I think of being accountable and accountability, I think of accounting. And probably because I can't stop thinking about numbers and math all of the time, because that's one of the things that I love. But accounting is simply a field of recording and reporting financial transactions. That's all it is. Accountants record financial transactions. There are certain ways to record these transactions, certain rules, laws, codes that dictate how to do that. And then once everything's recorded, they report on them in different ways. 
But in its simplest form, accounting is about recording and reporting. And that's it. Being accountable to someone, having external accountability, is exactly the same thing. It's about recording and reporting. Your sponsor will ask you to record certain things. Maybe that's writing, journaling, maybe it's lists or phone calls. There are a lot of options on how they might ask you to record things. And then they're going to ask you to report on it. During your meetings, they will ask you to share these recordings with them. They will ask for your reporting. Now, if, if you were me, you thought you could do that on your own. You thought you could hold yourself accountable at the beginning. I made big lists, big check boxes to start recording my behavior. I had them on my wall. I took them with me. I had all sorts of things to try to record all of the things that I was doing. But if you thought that, like I did, or if you think that right now, you are lying to yourself. If I had the skill set to hold myself accountable at the beginning, I wouldn't have an addiction. I would have been able to stop all on my own. For whatever reason, in this area of my life, my sexual behavior, internal accountability is not enough. I needed external accountability. And so do you. Your group can be a good source of that, but when you're ready to be serious about your recovery, you need a sponsor. You need a sponsor willing and able to hold you accountable. And you need to be willing to be held accountable. That's a big part of that reason as well. So the second reason you need a sponsor is because you need external accountability. Now, reason number three you need a sponsor. Reason number three, you need to learn a new way of thinking. I've used this quote many times on this podcast because it's important. Albert Einstein said, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Again, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Our addictions are problems in our lives. If it wasn't a problem, you wouldn't be seeking recovery or be listening today. But you are, so it is a problem in your life. Your very best thinking got you here. One of the things I firmly believe is that everyone is doing the very best job that they can in the circumstances and knowledge that they have. Everyone is trying to operate on their very best thinking. I believe that. And so my very best thinking landed me with an addiction that took from me and from others. Einstein reminds us that we cannot use the same thinking to solve this problem. I have to learn a new way of thinking if I want to live in the solution. My sponsor helps me with this a lot. Let me give you just two examples of the ways that she helps me develop new ways of thinking. The first example is she helps me identify blind spots. Blind spots are areas of my life that lack awareness. This might be a specific person that I have a soft spot or a blind spot for. Maybe it's a specific trigger that I'm not seeing. Maybe it is a certain behavior that I keep repeating. Whatever it is, it lacks awareness. She points these things out to me. Now, I don't always like it. (laughs) I don't always want it to happen, but in the long run, it's the best thing for me. I always know that this is what she's doing when she uses words like, wow, Amy, that sounds like some serious unmanageability to me. I hate it when she says that. I hate those words because I know that what she's saying is, you're not making the connection between what you're doing and the unmanageability in your life. Or she'll say, wow, have you you prayed about that? Mm, 
When she knows I'm spinning and I'm not relying on my higher power, she points out that I need to pray. She points out my blind spots and I'm the better for it, way better for it. Okay, the second way, the second example that she helps me develop new ways of thinking is that she helps me see connections. This is probably one of the best things that she can do for me. Early on, when my life was lacking awareness, she would help me make connections. I would say, I'm not sure why I'm struggling with this, or I'm not sure why I'm feeling triggered. And she would respond with, well, I can see why. And then she would help me connect the dots. How this event with my mom and this random event at work were actually connected and how they might even tie into some previous trauma or some previous acting out. She would help me see how they were related to each other and draw the parallels together for me. Because she had been through this herself, because she was making those connections in her own life, she had the ability to help me do it as well. These are just two examples of how my sponsor helps me develop new thinking. Your sponsor is one of the main people that will help you change your way of thinking. She will help you develop new ways of thinking because she will be with you through the process. Reason number four that you need a sponsor. You need a guide through the 12 steps of recovery. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know how I feel about the 12 steps of recovery. I wish they were just called the 12 steps of life so that I could get everyone to read them and apply them in their lives. I'm passionate about the steps and their role in changing lives and in moving forward. As you approach the steps for the first, maybe even the second, third, or even the 10th or 20th time, you need a guide. You need someone to help you dig deep and understand how the steps apply to you right now in this moment. You need someone who will challenge you, someone who will guide you on your journey. Your sponsor is there to do this. This is actually their primary role. The primary role of a sponsor is to be a guide through the 12 steps of recovery. Every time I discuss the 12 steps with someone, I learn something new. Every single time. I learn a new insight. I hear their interpretation and have a different connection. I learn something new and I love it. You need a guide. Even if you've done this a million times, a guide will provide fresh views, fresh insights, and will challenge you to work harder for it. Get a guide. Get a sponsor. And finally, the last reason, reason number five that you need a sponsor is you need a witness to your journey, both the good and the bad. Some of the most impactful words of recovery I have ever heard were from my sponsor, and they were these, Amy, I'm super proud of you. They came from my sponsor after a particularly hard event in my life because my acting out happened mostly in secret. Recovering happens a lot in secret as well. If you acted out in secret, a lot of times your recovery also happens sometimes in secret. I don't have a lot of people who know what I'm trying to do or who have I don't have a lot of people who know what I'm trying to do or who have seen me progress. Sometimes the progress is so painfully slow that I don't even see it. I feel stuck like I'm not moving forward at all. My sponsor has helped point out to me the things that I'm doing that are different. She has helped she has helped me see my progress, however slow it is. She has helped me see where I'm moving backwards as well. She sees the good and the bad and she stands as a witness for me. This has more impact than you might realize at first. 
So what, you say? So what if someone else sees and witnesses what I do and what I don't do? The good and the bad, the progress forward and the steps back. What does it matter? Well, as I said earlier, our thinking in addiction is distorted. Our very best thinking got us to where we were when we began recovery. This distorted thinking causes problems for us. One of those problems is distortion. Things happen, we make progress or we fall back, and we instantly start to distort it in our mind. We hyper-focus on one side or the other. We either congratulate ourselves for the amazing positive things we're doing, and we gloss over the bad, or we exaggerate the negative side, calling ourselves a failure and all sorts of other negative things, and ignore all the progress we have made. I can't afford to get caught in either of those traps, can you? That is why I need a sponsor to help witness my journey and bring balance to the good and the bad of recovery. These five reasons, the need for a model, the need for external accountability, the need for new thinking, the need for a guide through the 12 steps, and the need for a witness are just some of the many, many reasons we need sponsors in our lives. I asked a few in my recovery circle what their biggest reasons were. One said, having a sponsor is my lifeline to sober thinking. I love that idea. My lifeline to sober thinking. Another said, my sponsor shows me how to live a sober life and she guides me in the process, which can be scary. Oh, I love that idea. I think our sponsors really help to alleviate a lot of that fear that we feel coming into recovery. And still another one said, accountability and modeling healthy boundaries. That's why I need a sponsor. Again, accountability, like I said, and modeling healthy boundaries. Such a great example and such a great reason we need a sponsor. All excellent reasons, ladies. What is your biggest reason for having a sponsor? What is your biggest challenge in having a sponsor? Let me know. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it from you. Get online, worthrecovery.com, and join in the conversation. You can also find us on Facebook, just search at Worth Recovery, or on Pinterest, or on Twitter, all at Worth Recovery. We would love to hear from you. I want to hear from you and have you join the conversation. Before we end, I want to give a quick big shout out to all of those who have been my sponsors through my recovery. You are amazing, and I owe my, I owe my life. I owe a lot of my life to you and your willingness to help me. As always, ladies, I hope you know that no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how far you think you've gone, no matter how you feel in this very moment, you are worth recovery. 100% worth it. I know that. Keep up the fight. Don't forget, you can support Worth Recovery by being a Worth Warrior. Also, we have our big event in Seattle just five weeks away, coming up in July. All the details are on the website, worthrecovery.com. I think about you. I pray for you. I love you. Until next time, Amy. stuff.
The mission of Worth Recovery is to dispel shame and build hope in the lives of women struggling with and recovering from sex addiction. I am not associated with any 12-step group, religious organization, or therapeutic clinic. I am an addict sharing my own experiences and recovery.